Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, an award-winning travel photographer and writer with work in some incredible publications like National Geographic, Farm Magazine, and more. And this year, you'll see my name in places like Condé Nast Traveler. I'm on a mission to help other women who want to grow their travel storytelling careers go after their dreams while feeling supported, worthy, and bold. If you're ready to ditch your fear and doubt to the side, step into your brilliance and take action on your dreams, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hi, everyone. All throughout September, we're sharing bonus episodes with you as we're taking a little break in preparation for our upcoming season four of the podcast. In this bonus episode, I'm sharing with you a conversation we had in the circle with our circle member, now a published photographer and writer, Vanessa Dusen. In this chat, Vanessa says that she hasn't been published yet. Well, since we've had this conversation, she's been published in several wonderful publications. Enrollment in the circle is currently closed as we're getting ready for a one-year anniversary this October. If you want to know when we open the doors back up, visit GeniusWomen.com slash circle waitlist to get on the list. That's GeniusWomen.com slash circle waitlist, one word, to get on the list. Okay, let's dive into our conversation with Vanessa. I was in the room on Clubhouse a couple of months ago now, and we were talking about how did you first get started with a lot of, you know, different content creators, journalists. And one guy shared a story that he recently started content creation. He's just now getting started. And even on social media, he doesn't have that big of a following. I think like less than a thousand people or something. He reached out to a tourism board, one of Florida's cities. I can't remember which one, St. Augustine maybe or some other. Very small tourism board. He reached out to them. He introduced himself, said, here's what I do. Here's my niche. I'd love to work with you. And they said yes. And they sent him to St. Augustine and he did a content creation campaign for them, you know, including social media promotion, including um, giving them the photos at the end. And then he used it to put it on his resume to start reaching out to other tourism boards, right? You, you have to get yeah. that first one yeah. to say yes to you. And then, you know, you use that to build your portfolio. And I just love that story so much because he wasn't a content creator in any like typical sense of the word, right? Meaning he didn't have a big, huge following at all. But you just never know who, like what kind of needs uh, the people you're reaching out to have and how it would resonate what you have to offer and how he pitched them it resonated with them and I think that's just such a great story because we often create so many like oh my following is too small for them so I shouldn't even reach out right mm -hmm. I'm not a content creator I'm not published so I shouldn't even reach out we, ju we just never know yeah and the more we can like quiet those voices and, and keep reaching out the better because that that was a brilliant story yeah uh, and even hearing I don't think it was Jessica Vincent, but the podcast before where she just like oh Nancy, that was yeah, Nancy. she just like reached out without no, she DM'd it. Oh. Yeah, I know. I was like, wow, that's great. I know it doesn't always work that way, but it's nice to hear these stories. And and yeah, I think a lot of people when they start, if they don't know the process or what is typically done, you just go for it and. But yeah, I am glad that I, I learned kind of your little um, tricks of the trade and, and the inside knowledge, I think is helpful too. So, but yeah, it's fun to hear those stories that when it works out, 
Yeah. And of course, not everyone is going to work out, right? Not every yeah. time you reach out, it's going to work out. But at the end of the day, it is a numbers game. You know, the more you reach out, the more of those will turn over to a yes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not taking the, the no's personally. Like, I actually really appreciate when I do get an actual no, <laughs> as opposed to like total silence. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it makes me almost want to pitch to those editors more because I'm like, I know I'll get a response and eventually I'll probably get it right or what they're looking for at that time. Whereas, yeah, I find the ones that if I don't hear anything back, it's I'm less kind of anxious to send something new unless it's a publication that I would really, really like to get into. But yeah, I do appreciate those that respond. Yeah, those are very nice. There's fewer of yeah. those people that respond, but you know, we have to take what we have to We'll take that, right? It's it's nice when we get a response for sure. And it's been great to see you sort of follow all the things like that we talk about, both in the course, but in the membership, like take that to heart and really run with it. Because I think you, Vanessa, in particular, are a good example of, you know, all of this works only if you do the work. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it's all going to work. I know it's easy to just let things slide, you know, life gets busy, or I'm doing other things. And then it's like, okay, well, maybe that was just a pipe dream. And because of the membership, and knowing that it would help push me along. Yeah, that there's these weekly chats, and even the WhatsApp group. And and when you post those opportunities, it like, oh, yeah, okay, I need to get back into pitching it. And I'm, I'm trying to still find those blocks of times where I just focus on um on pitching or on uh, working on what I have to work on, which is nice. Yeah. As opposed to just trying to squeeze in time or think, Oh, I'll do that later. But like to actually block the time I think is, is useful as well. So. Yeah. That's the strategy that I use is blocking the time because otherwise there's always other things that you can find that you could do. And especially if you have, you know, if you're still working through that avoidance of pitching because you're afraid to get a negative response, then it's a good way to sort of commit to doing it when you have that date, let's call it a date on the calendar, you know? Yeah. I think it's it's a combination of that. Plus sometimes it's like, not having ideas or like, Mm. Oh, I don't. So yeah. So trying to, to make sure that to give yourself the time to quiet your mind and and look for like, and and go back to those exercises of trying to find ideas. But yeah, looking at what's available, what people are looking for can sometimes like, because sometimes you'll post something and okay, that's no, that's not for me. But then later, like, Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Like I pitched the one about I think you posted because it had Nepal in it for Ashley. And then I thought, well, I've been to Sri Lanka, and I have this cool photo essay that it's never been published, but I went out to like follow these fishermen. Like I didn't know. I just took my camera to watch the sunrise on the beach. And then I saw these men go out fishing and come back. And I like, I went to have breakfast. I came back when they came back. So I have the whole thing. And I, so I pitched it. I haven't heard back, but I thought, well, even if they don't take it, it gave me that idea. Like this, this is a good, like there's some good photos. It's a good story. I'll try to find somewhere else to pitch you, it. You after. remembered that you had it, right? Yeah. By looking at that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those things that like, I even was when I was teaching and teaching like storytelling through photography, I use those photos as examples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'd be really nice if I could get it published somewhere to say, see, look, <laughs> you know, it works. But yeah, 
that, that it'll be in my list now of, of stories to pitch. Um, yeah, that's a good strategy too. I have this running document where it's like all the pitches that I need to place that haven't been placed. And yeah, exactly. When I find an idea like that, that I remember I added there and it's like in my repository of things that I can work with, you know, I've been very happy and proud to see all your progress, Vanessa. So oh, thanks. you're doing great. Great job. And you're an inspiration to others in the circle as well. So well, they've, they've inspired me. So I think it kind of pushed me along and seeing their publications like, okay, I, I want my name somewhere at some time. And yeah, so it's, it's coming. I'm, I'm not officially published yet. I mean, I did get my, the, with the, I had something last summer where they reached out to me. So that just kind of fell into my lap. But I think that too, the fact that they wanted to use my photo for the cover of the magazine and, and write it, that too was like a push like, okay, like maybe this is a good time to get into this and I can do this. And, you know, I enjoyed doing, I enjoyed writing about how I got that photo. And yeah, and then I, I think I took the course I think I was already in the Facebook group at that point and sort of following along. And then when you announced the course in November, I, I said, okay, let's do this. This is the universe giving you a sign. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like something that I wanted to do. So I got a little taste of it. And it's like, okay, I want more of this. And I honestly like that feeling of excitement. Like even when I got the maybe last week, it's like, I like this feeling. I want to get more of it. So yeah, um, it does fade when you don't hear back, but yeah, it's like, okay, I got to just get back out there and, and keep pitching. And yeah, it, it reinvigorates you, right? When you get yeah. those. Like... Yeah. N- none of the feedback was any thing that I felt was a you know questioning my abilities or anything like that you know it's why like, wouldn't be your abilities are amazing why <laughs> no but you know you said like especially it's when it's your first few yeses and it's like oh wait okay I figured out how to pitch but do I know how to write an article <laughs> You know, there were, those are two different things. And like, I didn't want to, you know, again, it's that imposter syndrome where you think like, okay, I faked it and they think I can do this, but what if I But can't? now they're going to see through me. Now they're going to see. Well, yeah. So, and it's like, what if I can't, if I can't deliver what I promised in the pitch and, and all that stuff. But so far it's been good. So, and good feedback. And I think, you know, you don't always get that if you're just writing a blog for yourself and, or your, even your own social media, just to have someone to look at it differently and like for some it's just a question like what does this mean it's like oh okay well that makes sense to me because I know about this subject matter but if it's not clear then obviously I need to to make it clear and so so, and in fact for me this is one of the most valuable things that an editor brings to this process because exactly that point because you know this so well right you're writing about what you know and so It's not that you even assume that others know, but it's hard for you to write it in a way that doesn't assume that the reader doesn't know. You you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's where the editor comes in because they read it and they're like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. That's a really valuable uh, part of the process. and, And I always love that part. I'm an expert in this, but let me like <laughs> say yeah. it in a way that... And they probably also know their audience better. Yeah. And so sure. if they know that, okay, this are, you know, like for example, the Intrepid magazine, I did this whole like gear list. I'm like, well, you kind of lose people if you're going to get too technical about what kind of camera equipment they need. I'm like, okay, so that's fair enough. And mm-hmm. we can just, I could just do something more generic or general and, and yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm used to also reading a lot of photography magazines that gives you a gear list and, and all that stuff. So, but yeah, yeah, it's a different audience if they're not photographers mm-hmm. necessarily. 
I love that part of the process, like working with an editor together. No, I'm I'm really happy. And so far, I've only worked with women. Cool to see. And, you know, I just think we're in a really interesting time because I think it, yes and no, because I know for a lot, it's they've had to cut budgets and the, it's, the, it's not what it used to be. But I think what it used to be also, it was probably tough to be freelancing when and you have like staff writers or other people that had more opportunities. And, and now it's like, you know, anyone can have an idea and get published, which is great. It kind of evens out the playing field. Yeah. But yeah, you have to hustle <laughs> probably <laughs> constantly because if you sit back too long, someone else is going to take an opportunity. So yeah, it's an interesting time, but, but there's so much content that needs, like everyone wants content. We, we have these short attention spans and yeah, lots of yeah. I would want to just reframe a little bit what you just said about if you sit back, someone else is going to take that opportunity. Because even though it might be true, that to me sounds like scarcity, that you're competing about, yeah. you're competing with others for the same opportunity. Whereas I want us to think that we're not competing. Not so much competing, but like, I guess you can't expect that even if you have a bunch of stuff published that people are going to come to you automatically. They will start coming to you, but it's going to take time, right? And, And that again comes back to relationships. Right. Okay. You know, that's good to know. Good to hear. But again, I think you have to probably be somewhat cautious to not just assume oh, that for sure. No, no, for yeah. sure. You can't. But that's not like, I don't want to say, hey, you know, sit back and relax. Don't do anything. No, of course, we have to reach out. We have to keep pitching. But just it's a tiny sort of reframing of, you know, if I don't pitch, someone else is going to take that job, which again, in reality, it might be true, but it puts you in that mindset of, oh, we're all competing for that same opportunity. And I want to avoid that because I do believe that even if there is the same call for pitches that's out for that one destination or one, you know, idea or whatever they're looking for, two people can pitch and still get accepted and two absolutely different stories, you know? That's sort of of the mindset that I want to lean towards. Thanks again for listening to our bonus episode today. I hope you found the ideas we discussed here relevant and inspiring. If you're looking for support, opportunities, and community in the travel media space, consider joining us in The Circle. Enrollment in The Circle is currently closed as we're getting ready for a one-year anniversary this October. If you want to know when we open the doors back up, visit geniuswomen.com slash circle waitlist to get on the list. Thanks again for listening today and stay tuned for another bonus episode coming your way next Monday in which we'll talk about imposter syndrome.